our friend introduced us to like a Swiss pub. And uh-huh. she stole this book for me in her grade. I didn't ask her to. <laughs> Wonderful. So this well, is a miniature Swiss beer pint. Nice. On that note, welcome. welcome to the Spooky Screen, where five best friends review horror movies and occasionally non-horror. At this point, I want everyone to pour and drink a glass of water. A whole glass? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I just have a water bottle. It's David... You're really going to do beer? I'm going to try. <clears throat> You're going to do 12 pints of beer. No, I just got this in water. Oh, my God. Okay, <laughs> I'll explain more later. Tonight, we will be reviewing the 2013 science fiction comedy, The World's End, which was written by Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright and directed by Edgar Wright. The World's End is considered the final installment of the Cornetto trilogy, which, if you haven't heard it, is pre- if you haven't heard of it, is preceded by Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz. The trilogy is named after the Cornetto brand of ice cream, which has a cameo in each movie. <laughs> <clears throat> so, this is my pick tonight. I picked The World's End. I'm going to start off with the spoiler synopsis so it catches up everyone that who hasn't seen it and the people who have seen it just to catch you up. I'm going to re- I'm going to read my spoiler synopsis. So, Gary King is an immature 40-year-old who's dying to take another stab at an epic bu- pub crawl that he la- that he last attempted 20 years earlier. He drags his reluctant buddies, Andy, Oliver, Peter, and Steven, back to their hometown, and sets out for a night of heavy drinking. As they make their way toward the ultimate destination, the the fabled World's End pub, Gary and his friends attempt to reconcile the past and present as it becomes abundantly more clear that Gary refuses to leave his teenage years behind him, while the others have moved on but are struggling with their own grown-up responsibilities. The real struggle behind it all is for their lives when their pub crawl turns into into a battle for mankind after learning their hometown has been taken over by robots called Blanks. The robots were created by aliens trying to take over Earth town by town. Spoiler! Everything comes to a head when we arrive at the final pub, The World's End, and learn that Gary tried to kill himself months ago and was admitted to rehab. Gary declares the Golden Mile is all he has left, but his friend Andy promises him life is worth fighting for and refuses to abandon him despite everything his friend has done. Together, they accidentally save humanity by pissing off the aliens enough to abandon Earth. This leaves humanity in the dark ages to rebuild and reconnect with each other. The movie ends with Gary walking into the post-apocalyptic bar and ordering water for himself and the robot versions of his teenage friends. And that's the spoiler synopsis. I hope you feel caught up. Now, tonight you'll notice something different. You'll notice that all of us are dressed in our business attire. I, I requested all of us to do so because we are actually five childhood friends that have known each other since we were like, what, three years old? Some of us came, up, came around a bit later, but mostly three years old. But we've never actually seen each other, the grown-up versions of each other, right? I've never seen Nick at work. I've never seen David at work. So that's why I wanted to, you know, get in a little bit of character, like the characters in this movie. 
Probably well, should that logo up. Johnny's an architect, so. <laughs> I was like, wait, isn't that your My business? My client's going to be like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so the gimmick on top of dressing up in your business grown-up attire is that tonight the spooky screen will be doing its own version of the Golden Mile pub crawl throughout the episode. We will drink a glass of water whenever we arrive at a new pub, which I will announce. The catch is, as we go throughout the episode and drink and drink more glasses of water, you might have to use the bathroom. But if you use the bathroom, you are considered taken by the aliens, turned into mulch, and replaced with a robot. You can still participate in the conversation, but you have not survived the world's end. So the goal is for all of us to survive till the world's end. So we're going to be pounding back that water. Watch those bladders, fellas. We've already drank at the first pub, which is the first post, which is the first, the reason it's called the first, um, the first post, because it's the first pub in the Golden Mile Crawl. We move on to the odd familiar. So everyone pour yourself a glass of water. Glug, 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 Dave's Andy because Dave's the only one. Dave's technically the odd man out, but it's Dave, the going straight towards alcohol. I got my, I got my gallon. Okay. I got my gallon. The odd familiar in the movie is where the gang start to realize that their hometown feels both familiar and strange. So drink up. I just drank. <laughs> oh, do we have to pound it. Mm-hmm. Oh man! Oh. oh yeah, that's right. Okay. Oh. <clears throat> Dave, we're gonna the... be dead by the end of this episode. <laughs> we um, left I'm, the I'm, odd I'm, familiar. I'm done with my beer. And we move on to the likes and dislikes. For each person, each like and dislike that someone shares, we're gonna be arriving at a new pub. We'll Oof. drink after that person's done. So we're gonna start at the famous cock. Which is Johnny. <laughs> this is where Gary King self-proclaims his notoriety nor- to the bartender because he's the king. So Johnny, did you like this movie? I did like this movie. Uh, I'm a big fan. What was the name of the trilogy? The Cornetto. Cornetto. Uh, I'm a big fan of the other two movies, and I like this movie as well. I have seen it before, but I admittedly... Uh, it's been many, many years, almost 10 years. I think I saw it when it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I love, I love the kind of balance of friendship and kind of creative craft of making a film, but you could tell it's just for fun. Mm-hmm. And I like movies for entertainment. And this is a great example of a movie for entertainment. It explores an idea that it sticks to. It has a great kind of plot development, but it's just fun. And I think if there's anything you take from watching a movie like this, it's just, have some fun. Have some fun making it, and then your audience can enjoy watching you enjoy it. Like there's such a a fun uh, experience to watch them clearly love making this movie together. You could see mm-hmm. it; it's all well acted, but you could see there's just a joy. And so, yeah, props to this movie. It's a nice break from horror. I would also say, nice for me. <laughs> Thanks for sharing, everyone. We're at the famous cock. Wait, wait, wait. We're we're literally okay. I thought, 
I thought the person who answers only drinks a glass of water. Oh, baby, we're all sharing this golden oh, ring. Everyone God. jumps from bar to bar. How do you go to the bathroom after twelve glasses of water? That's it, what I'm wondering. Yeah, about. you better you better survive this. Well, I'm putting mine up to the brim. I'll put mine up to the brim. Yeah. All I'm right, a, I'm, I'm a glass purist. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not taking full measurements of this. I didn't tell you this is vodka. All right. Mine's ever clear. Get on my level. Mine's moonshine. Mine's good and gather. This is the target brand of water. Mine is backyard hose. Backyard hose water from the summer. That's disgusting. It needs to be back hose water. Maybe we could get sponsored by Hydro Jug. <laughs> Absolutely not, David. What, oh. what about our group? What about we are fitness <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, we gotta move on. We're moving fitness on. Gurus. We left the famous cock. Thanks, Johnny. Um, it's a rooster. It's not what you think it is. So stop being childish. We're moving on to the next pub, which is the Cross Hands, which is Nick. This is where Gary and his gang actually cross hands and fight with the robot teenagers in the bathroom. So Nick. Did you like this movie? While the rest of us pour another glass to get ready to drink. Man, I did it again. (laughs) I absolutely loved this movie. I confused this movie with um, the other comedy movie about the end of the world. Uh, End of the world. It's literally called. Oh, the the one with uh, Seth Rogen. Yeah, I I was just like, is this what I think it is? Because I actually didn't like that movie. But I've seen this movie before, and I was just like, okay, I remember. And I love this. Like Johnny said, um, I love the two other movies in this trilogy. Um, Simon Pegg is a great actor. I don't, I don't know. It's hard to say. Johnny really summed it up. I yes, I like the movie and copy paste Johnny's answer. It's hard copy to get. Paste. It's hard to get out from under my brilliance. As a <laughs> pop, as Did a you articulate? I want a little bit more from you, Nick. Did you laugh a lot? Oh, I absolutely loved it uh, in the sense that when they argue with the alien, when he's just like, they're going back and forth. (laughs) I'll share specifics yet. Just tell me if you laughed a lot. Yes, I laughed a lot. Everything they say about this movie just makes you want to laugh because everything, sometimes it's just childish and you want to laugh. Sometimes it really makes you think and you want to laugh. Like it comes at you in different ways and different waves. And you can just, everybody can find something to enjoy about this. Like, if you don't like this movie in some way, shape, or form, then you're just a very boring person. All right, Stephen and David, that's a warning to you both that Nick just gave out. So... I just want to say, Adeline watched this movie with The warning was, if you do not like this movie, there's something wrong with you. He literally said that. Um, Come at me. Thank you. Thank thank you, Nick. just sound like you had a good time, like Johnny. So we're gonna drink at the cross hands. Wait, my pitcher's almost empty. Oh wow! Okay. Oh. All right, well <laughs> and we move oh. on and to like David. We move on to the good companions. This is where the gang come together to strategize how to survive the robot takeover and hatch a plan to pretend that everything is real. So, David, did you like this movie? And heed, uh, yeah. heed <clears throat> Nick's warning. Oh, yeah. Can you guys hear me? Like, am I yeah, sounding clear still? David, we can't hear you. All right. I just wanted to make sure the new mic's still working. It's still working. Um, did, did you get a new right. mic? 
It's off in the distance. David, did you like this movie? Yeah, 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 yeah. I like this movie, and I think what always astonishes me how well these movies pull off is the heel turn. It's so entertaining when that switch goes from, like, buddy comedy, sad, like, reunion movie, like, going down memory lane, and it does that complete 180 into sci-fi body snatchers it, it they just pull it off so well and it's so comedic and kind of like what johnny said there's a lot of humor and you can tell everyone is along for the ride nobody is just phoning this in they all really seem like friends and they all really seem like they were allowed i don't know how much of the script was like concrete and how much it was ad-libbing but it seemed like they were like the conversations felt very like fluid Mm-hmm. And you know, like when the writing's bad in a movie, it just like tanks it. And I've even seen some movies where the actors are allowed to ad lib and it's like horrible. And this was just dialogue was great. And that heel turn, it always surprises me how well these Edgar Wright, Simon Pegg movies pull off that heel turn. Yep. Thank you, David. So you You're liked welcome. it. Yep. Wonderful. And I had seen this movie before I've, I think I saw it with Steven. Sounds like everyone has seen this movie before, but it's been a while, right? Yeah, yeah. We saw I saw it in theaters for sure. Okay. So again, everyone, the good companions. Steven, stop crying. Stop whining. Just torture. Yeah, I just drank 22 ounces. <sighs> oh, well, it tastes like coffee. I hate it. <laughs> no one told you to get beer, my friend. Are you Is got like beer, a sound- David? Yeah, I got 22 ounces of Guinness. <laughs> Literally, no one's getting water. David, the water goes with the movie theme. David, if you were at your job, you're fired. You didn't follow directions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, now this that is like a had, celebratory night for us. Now that we've had our pint of water, we move on to the trusty ster- servant, which is Steven. This is where the gang speak to their old pot dealer who reveals to them more about the robots learning that it's not an invasion but it's a merger so steven i have i get the feeling that you don't like this movie but i want to hear more from you the world's end right the world's end sir um i do like this film oh and i think that this is a type of film where you realize it's made by someone who truly loves films Loves everything about films, the editing, the the dialogue, the comedy, the action, the directing, the character growth. Um, yeah. Anything it's else? It's a very, very good film. <laughs> Any other categories to list? Soundtrack. Um, just, you know. So in. you love yeah. this movie because it Face loves slaps. film. I no 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 I don't not that it loves film it's it's kind of like a celebration it feels like a celebration of what film can be right mm-hmm. yeah. like it feels very uh, joyous and very energetic in the way that it plays mm-hmm. and I, I, I <laughs> just like just like cracking up like watching it by myself last night um, re- remembering how good it was I will say though caveat is that I like. The other two of the unofficial Cornetto trilogy more than this film. We don't have to mention them, though. But we don't have to mention them. I, I understand. I understand. Those are but those are maybe the, that classics was the, of yeah. themselves. Maybe that was the vibe you were getting from me. 
Um, but I don't think I think it would be dumb to compare the three against each other because they're just such like they're, he's spoofing different genres, vastly, vastly different. So, um, yeah, I think anyone who's going to try to say, you know, this one first, this one second, this one third is um, a little misguided. But, um, yeah, I thought I thought The World's End was a very solid, fun, great film. So, so what I'm getting from you guys is it's a good time. It's energetic and it's it's done very well. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Stephen. That was a trusty servant. Let's drink our pint before. What we happens leave. if we throw up the water before we pee? <laughs> uh, you lose. <laughs> oh, I'm finally on the water now. <sighs> Holy crap! So, so David, you've only drank 22 ounces, which means you're not really keeping up pace. I'll finish this gallon. All right. Start sipping, my friend. All right. Moving on to the the two-headed dog where Gary fights the twins. My bladder is swollen like an old man's (laughs) cross. You can literally feel your your stomach expanding in the water. Fight it, it, gentlemen. Fight it. I've I've Um, peed my pants already. So did I like this movie? I love this movie. This is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's in my top ten. I of convert- all time, of all time, after hot one number, of the dead. So, so I'm not going to tell you the number because I just want to say, I just want to say it's in my top ten. That's all. Um, all right, I'll tell you after. Um, that's so Patreon. That's Patreon a- status. <laughs> yeah, ten dollars a month. Um, right. Ooh, excuse me. <laughs> that's the water talking. Um, sound effects. So I can rewatch this movie. No many no matter how many times I rewatch this movie, I find something new to laugh about it. Like it is packed to the brim with jokes, callbacks, foreshadows, things in the background hinting at something. It is it's literally a joke a minute. Like I was laughing I've seen this movie I can't count how many times, and I was still laughing at all the jokes because it's the way that it's delivered. And then, and then it's like the double meaning of each joke. There's just so many layers to each joke. And not only that, not only is this movie hysterical, but like everyone said, it's a good time. Just wants to have a good time, and it does. It's energetic. Everyone looks like they're having the best time of their life being in it. Um, but more, most importantly in my eyes is that it has tremendous heart. Like it's not there to just be like this crass, jokey thing. Like it's there to like hold your hand almost like the the deep message of this movie speaks to me so profoundly that i was i mean shocker i was in tears at the end even though i've seen it a million times maybe it hit harder this time because i haven't seen this movie in a while but it hit harder now that i'm a a father and more it feels more grown up almost Mm. that the I, i could see myself a lot in the characters especially us there's five of them there's five of us we were childhood friends, saw each other grow up, and we've grown up with grown up responsibilities, right? There's just a lot of comparisons there. And the the central message to the movie in my eyes is that we're all screw ups, but we have each other. You know, like no matter what, we have each other. It meant a lot to me. I don't know. And the fact that this movie can balance that so well of humor, action, and heart, like that makes it a timeless classic in my eyes. Hmm. And for that, I love it. 
So, so we're drinking. So we're drinking. Okay. We're drinking to my. <laughs> we're drinking to my sentimental uh, celebration of this movie. And my stomach's starting to hurt, so that's a good sign. <clears throat> All right, is this enough? Yes, leave it, leave it. <laughs> it's enough. Drink um, that, and then drink another one, David. All right, we're leaving the two-headed dog. Let's take a drink. Oh, the two-headed dog can go run up a tree. <laughs> I was trying to keep it PG. <laughs> Thank you, man. All right. Well, you're not meant that. to drink that much water at once. <laughs> yeah, we're right. Hey, hey all right. So, so what do I do here? Fill it up, my friend. You but pee then, in it, and I then you drink it again. Am I not no, a robot? I'll excuse you to fill up the water, but you better not be peeing. I give you. Uh, no, I, I promise. I All right, hurry up, hurry up, hurry Scout's up. Scout's honor. Hurry up. You better hurry up. Oh, that doesn't feel good. I should not right. drink alcohol. This is. What number is this? This is uh, eight. Oh, thank God. If it was six, I was going to tell you I'm going to barf. This. Um, the on and off button that you uh, called out last week, Dave, is a on revelation. I just I just switched that off and on to mute myself rather than oh to... oh yeah it's so nice to have something manual you know and I've been like very like strategic about like using that anyways I am not no a yeah it robot. works really well I am not a robot Johnny quick show us your butt make sure we've seen all the uh, make sure uh, show us your crotch <laughs> so we can see if there's any pee marks on it no 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 no, no. <laughs> All right, we have arrived at the Mermaid. This is the eighth pub. Oh god, our, our stomachs are starting to feel it. This is where the gang are seduced by the robot versions of their teenage crush, aka the marmalade sandwich. Mermaids in themselves. If you haven't caught the hint yet, the each pub they go to is a foreshadow of what happens there. Just another callback in a movie full to the brim of them, which leads me to my first question that I want to give you guys, which is the world's end features many jokes, foreshadows and callbacks. What was your favorite? So this is kind of like the most impactful scene question. I'm, I'm reliving that again. We're reliving that again, but it's a little different. It's more from a humor standpoint. So anyone can jump in. I'm not going to call on people. May I? You don't have to drink between people, so you, oh, you don't have to worry. God. I'll go. I'll go first. Go ahead, Stephen. Their their last names. Did you notice that they're like um, the? Uh, it's like uh, King. Yeah, King. What is it? Oh, I have to look at the. Um, I know it's what you're talking King, about. King, yeah. Knight, I'm... Prince. Uh, oh, like and, the royal court. Yeah, it's like a royal court. Uh, mm-hmm. Which I thought was pretty clever, um, like Arthur, King Arthur. There was a lot of references to that. Yeah, exactly. And then um, <laughs> uh, the other one was the <laughs> the straw, where oh, he's the, like the crazy straw. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> he's like not so crazy now, is it? <laughs> and oh, it's yeah. uh, the best part is that he's um, he's the guy from Game of Thrones who's. Uh, uh, infamous for murdering Rob Stark. Oh, yeah, the yeah. wedding. Yeah, he's the, uh, Walder he's the... Frey. Walder Frey. Yeah, that's Walder Frey. Yeah. So it's Thank... just like, didn't he have a big? I ass still dog? have like anger towards him, but that joke just landed so well. Yeah, <laughs> not so not crazy. So crazy. Now. Now. Oh, is it? 
I love this movie. Okay, who's next? Um, I'll go next, and I'll mm-hmm. say that I think my favorite was when Gary and Sam were trying to run out of the bar, and Gary jumps onto the car because he's just like, this is a cool way to do it, and he jumps <laughs> on the car. And then afterwards, they have the whole conversation where he's like trying to be like pretty genuine, and she's just reminding him, like, she's like, you're just not that great a person. You're a good friend. You're a terrible boyfriend. And he's like, but we always have the bath. We have, we have the handicapped bathroom, right? And it's like, yeah, we've got the handicapped bathroom. And then just completely tears off. Like, all right, that's it. I'm done. Bye. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, but that scene, I, I had to pause it. Like that scene cracked me up. I don't know why, but that scene was hilarious to me. I thought you were going to go with, next to him. I thought you were going to go with the piss, pissing off the aliens. That was good, but I feel like that was the foregone con- conclusion. That was like, you knew where it was going. You kind of knew that he was just going to, I guess, Gary King it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just really good to see him interact with Sam because he was really thinking like, yeah, like, you know, like, this is the girl that I, I, I banged this girl in the bathroom as a kid. Like, no, I still got it, right? Right? It's just like, <laughs> no, like, oh what God. the hell's wrong with you? We always, we always have the disabled um all right thank you nick who's next david david you muted. it oh whoops my button betrayed me um <laughs> i thought i thought one of the funniest scenes was um it's like the conclusion of the bar scene where they're dancing with the marmalade sandwich and andy's character gets his ring taken off mm-hmm. by the I think by the redhead. Yeah, she's, and then, she like she swallows it. She licks yeah. it off his finger. And she's like, and she's like, Andy, I want you inside me. And he's like, All right. And he goes, <laughs> Mortal Kombat's her stomach, and he pulls it out, and he's like, <laughs> I just thought yeah. it was really funny. I like, yeah. I, I love that actor, and I love, I love him in the uh, Cornetto trilogy. I think he's nick frost yeah nick frost he's so funny i think it's great that i'm just gonna say something quick nick frost can and simon play can play such different characters in each movie like they don't fall into the character types like nick frost played more of the straight man this film than he did in hot fuzz and Shaun of dead where he played more of the goofy sidekick type guy so it's a testament to their acting that they can do that and they're comedic chops yeah. i will say that your thing david it's even more layered because he was actually fighting for his marriage because yeah. he was struggling so Runner, him even punching the girl and getting his ring back is kind of symbolism of him uh fighting for his you know to keep was, his marriage was, together was the real actor going through that no that's what he says no oh, that's no, what he admits uh, okay. to gary yeah, because he, yeah, he's he's fighting for his wife. Down to the runner runner up would be the bathroom scene, the bathroom fight scene. Yeah, that's that so funny. All right, Johnny. I um, so I at the beginning of the movie, I really enjoyed Gary King convincing everyone to come back. And <laughs> I loved I loved his yeah. line to everyone like, "Oh, Andy's coming," and everyone's saying, "Oh, Andy's coming," and then he goes to Andy coming and says, "Oh no, they're all coming," and he pays them the six hundred quid. Yeah, they all get in the car <laughs> and they're like. Oh, he borrowed two hundred quid from me. <laughs> he's, yeah. like, he's like, he's like, I'm Robin Peter, but I still gotta pay Paul. I was cracking up. I thought that yeah. was so funny, and I also yeah. loved when he was um one of the guys. Stephen was uh, uh, he's an architect, and he's just like asking. He's like picking on these, like, oh, it's a bit drafting. He's going, he's so random, and then he's just like, 
He's like, what's that on top of the door? He's like, that's a lintel. And then he changes the topic. I just thought that was so clever. Like, it felt like a real, authentic, crazy conversation. Yeah. And it was just so funny. Like, that's a real moment. So I, I actually, I I actually so thought good. of you when they were having, when they were in the house. And he's like, it's a bit drafty in here. You call yeah. yourself an architect? <laughs> There's no uh, windows or doors or anything on the walls. You call it a windower. It was a really, yeah, windower. Oh, man, that was. Such good, such good comedy. He's like, I'm showing you the door. He's like, is it really a door? There's no lintel. (laughs) That's that's the callback, the lintel moment. I was dying. All right. Um, I'll go. I have so many. I I could not pick one. Um, But I'm just going to pick one. Um, My favorite, well, not my favorite, but I'll just say one was him always forgetting who Vanessa is, which is Peter's wife. We all, he always references. <laughs> Who we don't ever see, right? Who we never, no, yeah, we see we her never at see. the end. Oh, yeah, at the when end. When she's cooking. But he's always he's always asking who uh, Vanessa, <laughs> Vanessa is. And he's like, my wife. <laughs> it's like, it's through the entire movie. Like you're married? He's like, yeah, he's married. <laughs> my other one is um, the WTF. Like oh, yeah. What the, what the f*** does WTF mean? <laughs> and then the guy comes out and he goes, what the f***? Like, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just like, ah, oh, that joke's so brilliant. Um, you know, I was I have so many, but I'm just gonna stick with those. Um we are at the beehive. Sorry, let's leave the mermaid. Now that we've had oh, a good Lord. laugh. Wait, the, the one more call out I just remembered is um <laughs> when they find out that Gary King's mom is not dead. Oh yeah, that was good. <laughs> and one of the boys is like uh what, what he said something like oh gary gary's like it's just a little white lie and he's like how is that just a little white lie and he's like well it's because my mom's not dead and then she actually dies at the end yeah, was like, like gary's mom died for real this time <laughs> oh like, man. So when that uh... i saw in theaters like they they didn't hit like when i probably saw it uh years ago whenever this was released but like Watching it the second time, like I, I would even say you could watch it a third, fourth, fifth time, and then you yeah. can still pick up on stuff like yeah. that. Like I'm actually, yeah, I'm actually upset that because it, it just hit me that I didn't choose the Jesus line where he's just like, oh, like you know, the five musketeers. So they're like, you know, that's a work of fiction, right? So it's the Bible. <laughs> like what, Jesus, it's like you know, Jesus wrote it. Jesus think, wrote the five musketeers. I think that being older helps with this movie. Oh, for sure. I think 100%. having a little bit of age from your youth and having this type of dynamic and relationship really connects this group specifically with the movie <clears throat> in a way that, I mean, I hope the audience can do, but I think it is special. I, I will say the Cornetto trilogy, each of them in my mind is exactly what Steven said, that you could rewatch them so many times mm-hmm. and pick up on different things that you didn't pick up before. They're, they're so rewarding. And they're so well written that it's just you can just keep watching them and finding joy in them. And I, I often do. It's kind of like The um, Office. What it's like those? Well, those three movies. It's like there's no fat on them. It's no, like it's, it's it's not very a, straight to the point. Yeah, without being in your face. They're, they're the classics. Yeah. Um, it, all right. There's no challenge in watching them. It's like this is oh entertaining. I'm moving. We're moving on. We're moving on in our pub crawl. We're making it to the ninth pub. This is the Beehive. Imagine if this uh, was alcohol. This is where the gang fights a swarm I'm, of robots. I'm starting I would to have thrown it up. You don't have to pour as much of a glass if you're starting to feel sick. I will. Oh no! If it was alcohol, I'm saying. 
Oh, okay. I'm, I'm going to go with this question, but I'm going to change it a little bit. The World's End tackles heavy themes of reconciling the past and the present, like the struggle of growing up and leaving your childhood behind you while also facing adult responsibilities and society's expect- expectations. I'm going to say the question I want to ask you is what part, of, what part of the movie, if anything, touched you? Like what, what scene warmed your heart? Like it's kind of like the impactful scene, kind of like the funny scene, but we're going from a more of a, of a sentimental perspective. If you don't have anything, just say you don't have mm. anything. You just enjoyed it being funny. If you do have something that pops in your head, share with the rest of us. I am a robot. Oh, I, I think one of the most jarring scenes that kind of uh, is like a big tone shift is the first narration scene where it's like, oh yeah, reliving like fun high school memories. And you're like, oh yeah, it's going to be like a fun movie, like reminiscing. And then it like, then our narrator is revealed. And then we see Gary King in like the circle of like an AA and he's like Mm -hmm. all disheveled. And he's like, not the character that he's painting himself to be. I think that was like a real uh, sobering moment for me. Mm -hmm. And I, I, the first time I saw it and especially this time, um, it made me feel for Gary King's character a lot more and like knowing people like that, that are like, was it the, the line is like, Oh, you peaked in high school type thing. And I, I think that was a really brilliant. um, That was a really brilliant decision to put it right in the beginning to kind of like shake the viewers up a little bit and, and to really connect us with Gary's character and to see his, his story all the way through. Yeah. And it's a massive foreshadow of what happens later, which I'll go. Obviously the scene where Gary reveals that he tried to kill himself in rehab and, uh, and he's, he admits that the pub crawl is all he has left, but more so than that for me, it was the fact that his friend Andy, um, who he pretty much screwed over time and time again, you know, where the, there's the accident and he leaves him, he abandons him during the car accident, right? As a child where he has to get surgery, he leaves him to die. Um, and he just refuses to give up on Gary, like just refuses. And in like the scene where they're pissing off the aliens, he said he, hmm. he calls um, Gary up, right? I'm going to bleep this out, but he calls Gary, but he's my up right and that to me is just like i don't know i just feel like that message is so important even for humanity you know just admitting that we're ups but we need to be there for each other and that was the sentimental that was was the sentimental moment that i touched me the most does anyone have anything i have one thing i think i'm a little bit like gary king where i'm like you know the the childless uh, two cat owner of this group. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're a real um, mess. <laughs> you're drug, suicidal I'm drug like, addict. I'm like, forget about it, your kids. I don't even know your kids' names. I don't even know your wives' names. Let's go do like who's Vanessa. Let's go, go do something. ayahuasca. Let's go yeah. camp in uh, who's Wyoming. <laughs> like who's who's Vanessa? Who's, who's Vanessa? Vanessa? Who's Vanessa? I love that. Um, yeah, so I'm like, you know, I could. <laughs> I was just like, it's funny. I'll, I'll never take it as far as. He, 
he did in terms of getting you guys together. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll take some. I'll use some of his tactics. I'll be like, oh, Johnny, you should really come out for boys weekend. Uh, no, Nick and David are yeah. already coming. And then <laughs> Jen, I'll go to Jen left me. Like, oh, okay, yeah, I gotta go out. Jen's right there. She, she's like, she didn't leave me. She's dead. Oh, <laughs> no, because then um, then you'd have to come home for the you know with the family. So it's anyways, it's yeah. Can we see good. your post on Instagram? It's All right, good. Nick, you have anything before we move on? Um, is it Peter? I was trying to make sure I got. Yes, the name. Peter's the one with the bully. Is that what you're thinking? Um, yeah, when he's oh, in the middle of the, the field bully. and he could easily leave, but he's just so sucked up by the idea that he's like, I just need this vengeance. Like, even if it meant he was going to die, he was like, I need this. Um, and that kind of like, it was sobering because I've just been dealing with a lot in terms of like, um, vengeance, like my own, well, not vengeance, but like just issues amongst a friend's group that I was once a part of. Uh, and it was sobering just to see, like, because, like, you could easily be like, oh, like, I, I won't be consumed by something like this. But then you really see that even at, like, yeah, it's comedic, but even at the mm-hmm. fact that, you know, the world is essentially being taken over, he's just like, you know what? No, like, I need what I need. Like, I don't care about anything else. I'm. He was so consumed by that bully. And it was just like a high school moment, too. Like, it wasn't even that big a deal in the grand scheme of things. But he was still more than willing to throw his life away just so he could get that one punch in the face. Yep. I just want to say an also great scene to go off of that is when he, he Peter's having a really intimate um, confession in the pub about how he wished the bully recognized him after, you know, making him miss all those <laughs> school days and how he yeah. made him like eat bleed really bad or get injured really bad and then gary comes and he goes shots <laughs> and, then, uh, and then they go what are you doing he's like i think it's obvious shots <laughs> <laughs> oh just so good all right we are leaving the the beehive drink oh the alcohol starting to hit me steven i know you've been slacking on drinks i've been watching you yeah steven what's going on Five tap waters, baby. Five tap waters. Uh, All right. Uh, we're, hit, we're nearing the end of our pub crawl. I'm going to get another can. Uh, We've arrived at the King's Head, where everything comes to a head with Gary King, who is determined to finish the Golden Mile, even if it means his certain death. Oh, this is scores and recommendations, one out of ten, starting with the way we... S- we're going to start with... Nick, Nick, give us your score and your recommendation. Um, oh, I, feel like I'm my mic. I would give this movie honestly a nine out of ten. That's this movie, right. is, hell yeah! This, this movie Whoa. is comedically brilliant. the The timing is perfect. Um, every joke lands. There's not any jokes where you're just like, uh, there's no jokes where you're like, oh, that's just not in bad taste. There's no jokes where even you hear it and you're like, oh, this incredibly dates itself. Like everything lands, everything connects, everything's funny. And you can really feel for the characters. They're not just mindless comedic characters. Like, um, uh, I can't even think of the movie, so I'll just move on. But like, there's a lot of movies where like, they don't really have any real character. They're just people there to be certain tropes. And mm-hmm. everybody here has life. They have personality. They feel like real people. They feel like real friends. Yep. And it just so happens that they're also funny as hell. Yep. 
Wonderful, Nick. Wonderful recommend. You recommend it to everyone then? Yeah, absolutely. I Hell think yeah. anyone can watch this movie and find something to enjoy about it. Even everyone will children? find something to laugh about. Hell yeah. Yes, children. especially children. <laughs> All right, David. Score recommendation. I'll make sure my mic isn't oh portraying my goodness, me this time. David, you and this mic are lovers. <laughs> Have you seen my mic? <laughs> I can turn my mic on. I can turn my mic off. Is she performing well for me tonight? <laughs> mic on, mic off. Mic on, mic off. Oh, God. All right. The water's uh, hitting us. Um, yeah. Shot. Shots. Shots. All right. I actually got a shot for later. Um, <laughs> David, score on Monday. I am uh, really. really <laughs> it's a Monday. I am All gonna, right. I'm gonna give this movie like Nick a nine out of ten. I think it's one of those movies that uh, when you throw it on, it's just effortlessly funny mm-hmm. and just an effortless good good watch. And I like my comedies with a bit of heart. If that sounds cheesy, I think they're always better if they've got like a emotional through line. If they're not, I don't. I mean, like. Even the hangover has like some like emotionality to it. That's why I think it's so good. But I, the, like the emotional relationship between all of the friends, I think it, it, if that wasn't there, this movie would have been, I don't think it would have been as successful. Mm-hmm. And I am going to recommend this movie to a group of guys. <laughs> name steven no Nick, just like uh like if you have your boys together and you like looking for a movie to watch get some pizza get some wings get some beer watch this movie and then like reminisce about like your childhood growing up i think it's one of those movies that would lead to like a great night of conversation and just hanging out thank you david all right Cheers, rounding in this out let's we're leaving <clears throat> the king's head Hold drink. on, I gotta get another drink. Next bean. Oh god. Oh. Oh. Oh yeah. Okay. I don't think you're supposed to drink that much water at once. I don't know if you are. I should have checked. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you could die from drinking too much water. I think a gallon is okay. He's gonna ruin my podcast because I'm gonna be going peeing. Yeah, yeah, uh, like a 10 minute pee break alright we've we've left the king's head and we've entered the hole in the wall the 11th the penultimate pub this is where Gary's car literally crashes through the wall creating a hole in the wall um Steven score recommendation uh, I give it an 8 and a half and I recommend this to you know I'm rounding that up to a 9 so you're gonna go with an 8 or a 9 I'm going to go with an eight. All right. Um, I will recommend this to um, anyone who drinks water. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Tap water. Five tap waters, baby. Clever. (laughs) Clever boy. All right, Johnny. Anyone who drinks H2O. Oh, yeah. Hit us. Um, with your score I would recommend this to a group of guys. Um, you know it was a good recommendation. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'd recommend it to water drinkers. Um, I I think this movie would apply to anyone. Babies. 
especially young babies who need to learn about <laughs> friendship and old and, women and old women as well thank you david <laughs> old um, babies and young i think women. it's a great i think it's a great party movie or a friend movie um right like a company movie watch it together have some laughs uh-huh. I, this was one of the few movies i got to watch with my wife because she doesn't watch the horror movie did she like it um and she really did like it and so that, you know we got to laugh and joke and like you can pause it and like rewind but like, did you catch that it's like one of those interactive movies yeah, so definitely fun. Um, I'm going to give it an eight out of ten. All right, I, you, I would. You and I, Steven are a bit stickly. No, I just it's unfortunately knowing what I know about the other movies. Oh like, my god, it's just true. I can't. I can't discount them. Like those, I'd give a higher yes. score. But if those weren't related at all, you know, it'd be. I I I let it contain a bit. Eight out of ten is a great score. All right, I'll accept it, but I'm not happy about it. <laughs> all right. That's a top-notch um, score. That means I'd watch it again and happily. I'm going to give my score. No, I'm going to give my recommendation first. I'm going to recommend this to everyone. I force you all to watch this because I believe this is an underrated masterpiece. I think Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead do tend to come up in conversation before this movie, and I think it robs a lot of people of seeing it. So I wanted to shine the spotlight on it in this podcast. So anyone's listening, I, I think you should watch it. And even if you haven't and you've listened to our spoilers or jokes, it's still funny if you go back and watch it and then watch it again because it's even funnier the second time. And my score, I'm going to stay true to my heart and I'm giving it a 10. Damn. Well, has any anything ever gotten a ten on the episode on this podcast? I, think I, I mean, Nick's Nick gave a ten to the Warriors. Yeah, yeah. I have but to give it a ten because it's in my to top. The Warriors it's in my top ten. That's my favorite movie of all time. Right? <laughs> We're not going to so, get into this. <laughs> what are you drunk on water? Are you crazy, son? <laughs> yeah, you drink some more water. Hydro, are you gives water the world's end? Water. A final score out of the five of us, average a nine. Nice. Decent. Which is fair, in my opinion. All right. Thanks for listening to and watching this episode because we're now on YouTube. You can find us at Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and our our handle is at the spooky screen. And I believe our YouTube channel is the spooky screen. Yeah. So... Please subscribe, like, comment because we want to. Like we want to know some, maybe give some face to you. Just statistics, whoever you are, we would we'd, would like to get to know you. Yes, we'd love to hear thoughts and comments. If you liked it or disliked it, messages. All right, everyone, we have finally arrived at the world's end, where Gary and his friend caused the end of the world. Take your last drink of water. And celebrate our survival because none of us went to the bathroom. We have all survived the end of the world. Oh. I can't feel my face. And that's it. Thank you for listening and good night. Wow, what an episode. Thanks for watching. Catch us next time on The Spooky Screen.